My name is Michael Scott. Welcome to my world and prepare to be awakened. Welcome to AKA News, the home of late-breaking news and on-location reporting. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Chi-Chi Goldstein-Berkowitz, and as always, I'm joined by everyone's favorite ace reporter, Guy Friday. Later on in the broadcast, we will be having a very special interview with best-selling author Scott Michaels. It's a don't-miss interview, so put your clickers down and totally be sure to stick around for it. Wait. Wait just a moment. I'm getting some breaking news information through my earpiece. Oh? Well? Oh, sorry. The author's name is Michael Scott, not Scott Michaels. Like anyone is going to know the difference. Anyway, first up today, we are going live with Guy Friday, who's on Alta Plaza, covering much-anticipated gathering, these beings, for this year's Shakespeare in the Park performances. Thank you, Chi-Chi, and the word you're looking for there is thespians. Uh, Get a a dictionary, would you guys? Yes, I'm here at Alta Plaza, where the word Shakespeare is used more as a term for culture and less as the name of a long-dead playwright. People here talk funny, dress bad, and smell even worse. But the one thing they can do well is perform. Let's listen into a scene that's taking place right now. That went exceedingly well. What say you? Depending on your meaning of the word. We still live and we're still here, are we not? Our hostess must needs rest, and on the morn she shall transform to a different person, lacking the thought of what has transpired. What is it you have said to her? I never even, as years of study, have been capable of speaking the elder tongue. A reminder of our duties and ways, with an assurance... That the slight to her, as it was no crime, was unintended and was made through ignorance of knowledge. She is fearful. I, as she always is, as the evening draws, her weaknesses rise. If it would please you, as it pertains to us, explain well these events that have occurred. For though we are but children in your mind, as our mothers and fathers often do, keeping us in the dark of their events, we are well aware of the workings and goings-on of the world and do not find your treatment of ourselves as fair and just. I pray you, refrain from your cloistered speech, and do not expand on the reasons for this. Your fool of a twin did insult an elder, and in doing so, very nearly had his mere essence transformed into a green slime. I did no such act. I spoke nothing but truth regarding the promises made by her daughter, or perhaps granddaughter, to me. Of her daughter or granddaughter, tis none. The woman this afternoon, Hecate, the old woman this evening, Hecate, and lo, in the morning, when thou dost wake, you shall too meet a young girl, Hecate. You see, the goddess with the three faces, upon her lies a wicked curse, one where she must age with the hours of the day, maiden in the morn, matron afternoon, crone in the evening, as for her aging, her sensitivities are as such, peak. 
Alas, I knew not of this affliction. Your lack of knowledge of it is excused, but yet, and heed this advice I shall give, your ignorance could have caused your very death. But what of the table? Your dagger quickly split the table. I cannot tell. Iron. The metal holds in its secrets of power. Powerful magic is rendered baseless. The strongest of elders quake to look on. The swords you carry are made of iron. Aye, I can bear the presence of iron, for I am the next generation. When thou didst say green slime, you did not mean... Aye, sticky green slime, tis my understanding that thy thoughts and conscience do for a time remain. I cannot remember a time when a soul was to anger an elder and go on to live and report the tale. Still, let us have hope that in the morning her memory of the fault had slipped away. Now, get thee off to bed, the both of you. Tomorrow the day shall be long and tired. How so? Tomorrow I shall speak with Hecate. Perhaps she will awaken the magics that lie within each of you. If we are to hold on to hope in the days to come, you must be taught. And thus I must teach you the strength and means to become magicians. Wow. Absolutely riveting performances there. I had no idea William Shatner did Shakespeare in the park. I'd bet my Armani socks will see all of them at Subway one day. Um, I think you mean Broadway, Guy. No, Chi-Chi. No, I don't. Uh, back to you. Thanks for the, um, cultural entanglement, Guy. Now, I'm joined in the studio with one of our newest team members, Chef Sir Nonos. For a new segment on the show we like to call Cooking with Sir Nonos. My name is Carnunos. Oh, my bad. Cooking with Cur. Curno. Carnunos! Right, what he said. You Can I call you Kearney? No. Today I will be enlightening you, Humani, on how to properly prepare a fine dish for parties or gatherings called. Barbecue Nether Wings. Ooh, doesn't that sound good? Interrupt me again, Humani, and I'll be making Southern Fried Chi-Chi instead. As I was saying, you'll need several whole Nether, like this fresh morsel I caught trying to escape a collapsing shadow realm. Mind the beak, though. They do bite. Ooh, feisty suckers, aren't they? Would you like to become the stuffing? Uh, firstly, you'll need to blend black onion and river water into a fine puree. Heat a large cauldron full of crude oil over medium heat until the oil is bubbling warm. Pour in the black onion puree and simmer slightly, but do not let it burn. Now, add in your other ingredients. Fine chopped Yggdrasil leaves, crushed Deesir bones, a small drizzle of Prometheus's aura sauce. But careful, this stuff is powerful. And add your Nathier wings. Now, let all this simmer for about 20 minutes, and you'll have a meal that no one is going to forget. Ever. Well, I have to say, that looks just totally yummy. New Nose, can I call you New Nose? No. Okay, well, thank you so much for stopping by. 
Whoa, watch the horns, buddy. Excuse me. I have other, more important work to attend to. Okay, well, we asked some of you, our audience, what your favorite foods are. Here we are with some of the responses we got. From Annika, we have any meat that can be put on a grill. Yum. From Angela, tacos! From Ariana, anything that doesn't eat me first, though I'm partial to Himalayan sea monster. You don't know what I got! From Sasha, sushi, salmon, crab. Oh, gross. From Stevie the Shadow, anything that's sweet and can get me hyper. From Lily, I like cinnamon applesauce with 2% milk. From Ty, cheeseburger! From Silver Twin, I adore sushi. Ew, God, it's like raw fish. Loki says pizza. Matt G, I love me some pomegranate. From Julissa, tamarindo, Latin spicy candy. From Sparfiticus Maximus, a.k.a. Spartacle. Eh, what is with you people? Sushi, definitely sushi. Philly rolls are the best. Ugh, I'm gonna vomit. Now I think we're going back on location with Guy as he's made his way over to the other end of the park where there is some sort of outdoor concert going on. That's right, Chi-Chi. And you've got some uh, barbecue sauce on yourself just there, did you know? Oh, where? Uh, there, it's right there. Where? I don't see it. There. Where? Uh, Chi-Chi, do you know how to keep an idiot busy? No, how? Never mind. This is Guy Friday, and I'm coming to you live from the other end of Alta Plaza, where some sort of impromptu concert has formed around a large, fiery-haired man and what looks like an orchestra of mud people. Let's listen in and see what the commotion is all about. Stole my fire. Saint Germain stole my fire. He's gonna set himself on fire. The time to hesitate is through. The calm will be a cryer. When I get my hands on you, your situation will be dire. Saint Germain stole my fire. Saint Germain stole my fire. He's gonna set us all on fire. Yeah. Thank you. 
think it through I'm gonna make the flames grow higher Saint Germain stole my fire Saint Germain stole my fire He's gonna set the world on fire He's a thief and know it's true Am I preaching to the choir? If I was to say to you Don't you know that he's a liar? Saint Germain stole my fire Saint Germain stole my fire He's gonna set the world on 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 fire Fascinating stuff, Chi-Chi. Who knew that mud people were so talented? I don't know who that Germain guy is, but I sure wouldn't want to be in his shoes. No, I think I'm perfectly comfortable in my own alligator skin loafers. Thank you very much. Well, Chi-Chi, I'm headed off to try and make it to our special interview on time. Back to you. You better hurry up, guy. You don't want to be late. Up next, we'll turn things over to our very own weather girl, Sunny Sky. But first, while we're on the topic of music, we ask the billions of our beautiful listeners what their favorite song of all time is. And without further ado, here's your favorite. Is this my real life? Just my insanity. Caught in a quagmire. No escape from humanity. Start to realize longer disguised to see I'm just a pawn boy I get no sympathy less than scum less than dough I will come I will go any way the wind blows I am all that matters to Master found me when I 
I'll sit the sphinx on your behind. She'll peel your skin like it's a right. Goodbye, Billy Buddy. You've got to go. Gonna leave you here alone, and that's the truth. The sphinx. That's my jam right there. Oh, we're back. 
Okay, let's find out what craziness we can look forward to in our weather in a minute. Sunny, how are things looking over there? Thanks, Chi-Chi. Things actually aren't looking too good at the moment. Across the globe, we're getting reports of crazy weather systems. Right here in the city of San Francisco, we've had some really odd happenings over the last few weeks. Large, gusting, fruit-scented winds, thick, rolling fog, thicker than usual, I mean, and putrid, stinking winds blowing inward from Alcatraz. Over to the other side of the globe, Paris has been experiencing the same thick, rolling fogs and heavy, scent-filled gusts of wind. London is even now reporting those same scented winds and fogs and even area-specific torrential rain. The ancient monument grounds of Stonehenge were completely flooded in one of those downpours. We wish the Brits and Parisians luck in dealing with that. Needless to say, we're in for a bumpy ride as we close in the summer solstice. Better keep your galoshes and umbrellas handy throughout the week. And that's our weather in a minute. This is Sunny Sky wishing you the same. Back to you, Chi-Chi. Oh, hee-hee, I see what you did there, Sunny. Because your name sounds like Sunny with a U, even though it's spelled Sunny with an O. You made it sound like your name was a wish for good weather. Yes, Chi-Chi, it's a pun. And thank you for going through all the trouble of pointing it out. Kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? (sighs) Oh, it was totally my pleasure, Sunny. (laughs) Now let's check in live with Guy to see his progress on making it to our special interview. Guy, can you hear me? Yes, Chi-Chi, I can hear you just fine, actually. Can you hear the police sirens blaring from behind me? OMG, Guy, are you following some sort of high-speed chase? (laughs) Not exactly. Some robust officer just pulled me over, probably for speeding to the special interview. Oh, here he is now. I'm sorry, officer, what seems to be the problem? License and registration, please. (laughs) Was I speeding, sir? What's you speeding? What do you call doing 75 in a 25-mile-an-hour school zone? I'm with AKA News, officer. I'm rushing to a a big breaking story. Do you think I look like an idiot over here? Ooh, guy, do that keeping an idiot busy thing you were talking about earlier. It's not really helping, Chi-Chi. Worth a shot. Okay, uh, officer, I think I hear an elderly lady yelling from a few blocks away. Something about being mugged and maybe a broken hip. You might want to check that out. Sounds pretty serious. Oh, oh. my grandmother lives in that direction. Oh, okay, I'm letting you off with a warning, but, but you better keep it under the speed limit. You understand me? Uh, yes, officer, of course. I, I'm, I'm coming, grandmas. I'm coming. You don't know what I got. Wow, I can't believe that worked. Uh, Thanks, Chi-Chi. I'm back on my way to the interview. By the way, you've still got that barbecue on you. Ugh, really? Where is it? How is he even seeing it? Anyway, while we were waiting for Guy to get to his next destination, we've got a very special new literary segment. Joining us via satellite to talk about an amazing new book's foreign cover is the Awakenings Book Club Review. Thanks, Chi-Chi. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure for us to be here on the show, and um, we'd like to, uh, to introduce ourselves in, in order. I'm, uh, I'm Jeff. I'm Jamie. I'm Sean. I'm Chris. You know, it's, it's, it's great to be uh, interrupting their show for a change. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like reverse roles, but uh, I know. yeah. So uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, we got a little bit of news. Um, we had a book come out a few uh, weeks ago. 
What book would uh, that be? Uh, I, I believe The Warlock came out in the U.S. and the U.K. Like uh, the, the Warlock? The Warlock. The actual Warlock, not the book. The oh, okay. Warlock came to stores with a book. Wow. Um, something about teenage vampires. I'm not really sure what this book was about. Warlock did, did actually the delivered Warlocks... them to the bookstores. No. I'm going to spoil this is this segment, you know, we're, we're, we're spoiler-free by agreement. I don't know where that was going. They just sort of kept going. But, yes, the, we've been asked to make this segment spoiler-free for, for everybody. So we're, we're only going to talk about the, the fact that the U.K. got a slightly different look at the book than uh, we got over here in the U.S. Absolutely. So they don't have the nice shiny cover that, that I have? It's gloriously shiny. It is. Gloriously. I love this cover. The cover is very, very shiny, Love isn't it? it? The, the it's US, almost metallic. We're not talking about the U.S. cover. No, we're not talking <laughs> You're about, talking US about, we're talking about <laughs> the, the very cover. colorful, bright U.K. cover. The, the very... Um, we don't know how shiny it is. The very well, vibrant. you know what? Then under protest. I'm under protest. Very <laughs> I, I want to lodge a formal protest. <laughs> Why are we lodging protest? <laughs> uh, I don't know, because I can. Oh. <laughs> um, so, the very vibrant, uh, very b- vibrant cover and a very uh, goldy, like orange, yellowish um, hue across the yeah. entire thing. If I were Michael, I'd be pretty psyched though, because his name's bigger on that cover than it is on the U.S. cover. He's, bigger he's, font. He's psyched that his name's on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, it's got a really gold, um, gold theme to it, and let's just go right to the to the center center emblem logo there and where we got what we got the twins there yep that's what it looks like looks like it yeah. a little different than uh than the the first what four re- revamps that they did the the twins were uh were positioned differently before so they're moved around a little bit and uh repositioned yep then i think that's kind of maybe a little bit of foreshadowing with what happened at the end of the last book you know them parting yeah, they ways repositioned before yeah. Make a lot of sense. Speaking of shadowing, I mean, they've got some kind of ominous bright light shining from behind yeah, them, like they came cute. out of a time portal or something. That's maybe it's cool. a leg gate. Could be. Stop talking about time travel. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forbid it. There goes Chris's <laughs> head. We need a head exploding sound for Jamie to. No, I do. I keep forgetting to look for one. So we're pretty sure the guy on there we're pretty sure the guy oh, is yeah the, the blue sorted guy is in the 10 um just because of the whole oriental um armor and and then the twin samurai sword look that he's got going there so thinking that's in the 10 yeah he's got two swords it's pretty cool yeah he doesn't he does. have anime wait a minute though. he does yeah he's got one that yeah. goes uh, like over his nose and then the other one's going straight up face. yeah one's vertical and one's horizontal Oh wow, the, the one I'm looking at, the resolution isn't that good. That's why I, I, oh. I it's got no like some it kind of like isn't, isn't lightning that, or something. Isn't her resolution? Didn't she think one of the emblems on the U.S. cover was a goat? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she did. Yeah. So I blame Chris for that. I mean, if he and had I stand behind here, that, obvious. even with the book in front she of me. Even had, by she, the way, she even had research on goats <laughs> <laughs> to talk about. It's awesome. Wait. Okay, sorry. And when the goat saves the day at the end of the enchantress, <laughs> I'm going to laugh at you all. There was a goat. At, there was a goat at the end of the awakening. There was, but not it. <laughs> not in the book. I'm telling you, the the, the goat is going to save the day. Goat man. Although, <laughs> so there's a volcano. 
There's a volcano. Yeah. Yeah, big <laughs> fire. Pretty cool looking yeah, volcano. But, okay, so talk about Prometheus, right? I mean, isn't he in Hawaii somewhere? They got lots of active, they got an active volcano still out uh, in Hawaii. Maybe that's where a good portion of this book takes place. Hawaii? What the well, I mean, it is pretty, like, the cover is pretty orange. I mean, and the center emblem kind of looks like a sun with the flares coming out behind it. Okay. Isn't Hawaii, like, the sunshine state, or is that Florida? That's Florida. Florida. Hawaii is the rainbow state. Oh, right. The Hawaii is the bring us your homeless state. Well, if you want to, if you're going to be homeless, wouldn't Hawaii be the place to do it? And that's where all the homeless people go to. <laughs> really? At least the weather. Well, how do they there. afford the plane tickets? That's okay, so something, we're someplace very tropical. I'm going to guess Dan Utalis, but that's, yeah. Oh, well, sure, because we, you know, we we kind of know that at least some of the people went to Dan Utalis, yeah. so. Maybe that's the, uh. When the tent wasn't being destroyed, tent. maybe it's not. Oh, like a crumbling, like a crumbling pyramid. What if yeah, the, hey, what if the, uh, what if the volcano, what if the pyramid was built around a volcano, and then the volcano is erupting and destroys the pyramid? That'd That's be kind of cool. But Natin wasn't with the group that went back there, so I mean, he's kind of like on the cover in front of the volcano, like he was there. But maybe he's the warlock. Maybe he's the warlock. He also looks like he's showing off. He kind of he does. does. He's like, Although. He's Look looking, at well, me. He also he also kind of glows like he's an alien from another planet. Well, this is true. That's a blue aura. No, no, no. He's from Tron. <laughs> that's right. So, right. He's, he's from, from Tron. Tron, and that's where Josh and Sophie are coming from. That's so. what all the glowiness is from. Yeah, 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 yeah. This whole book takes place inside of a. Computer. I'm kind of looking at that center, like what's around the center emblem. It kind of looks like different kind of like sword blades, sort of. I don't know. Oh, you mean like the 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 sharpie yeah. things that are spinning they look around? Like half I think arrows. That's basically. Actually, I think that's sharpie basically spinning the things? same. Sharpie spinning things. It's a text. It's a Sharpie. <laughs> the Sharpie <laughs> spinny things, I think that's the same kind of layout from the previous previous covers. No, you know what, though? I like Jeff, Jeff, what, what Sean, um, Sean just it said. Does look like Stargate, a, right? It does it's look like a Stargate. Oh, sure. The Chevron's they dialed in. Right. They <laughs> dialed in down a towel. Yep, yep. And you got the wormhole. What was the eighth sure. Stargate Atlantis? What was the eighth? What was the ninth Chevron? Stargate Atlantis. The pyramid. Stargate Danutalis. <laughs> it's a new show. Check it out. Coming to you in the fall of 2012. Sci-fi Channel. <laughs> Starring Natin. <laughs> the blue dude. <laughs> the blue dude from Tron. <laughs> the big blue dude. We just Starring made the Tron. best show ever. <laughs> this best title of this episode the best show ever <laughs> yes perfect the best show ever <laughs> or or sharpie spinny things sharpie spinny things or Jeff, I do, I Jeff do like the best spinny. show ever for the name of this I do I like that best show ever awesome. <laughs> so, so it's a book of, cover there's a lot of gold Blue letters. Uh, it's of the warlock. We got we got Natan on the cover, being all bad Tronny, um, spinning his swords around and and doing craziness stuff. It's a Tron disc. Yeah, and uh, the volcano in the background. Obviously, there's a little island going on because you can see the water and stuff. But uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot going on. I mean, really, we've got just the three elements to talk about. So that's about it. Well, until the next book, right? Until we've got the next cover sure. to talk about. Absolutely. But um, that's all the uh, the time we have in uh, this segment, and uh, we appreciate everyone from uh, AKA News allowing us to be on. Yeah, Chi Chi, uh, I want time. your autograph before we leave. Guy, you're but one anyway. of my idols. I want to be just like you when I 
grow up, guy. You're just like Billy Idol. He's <laughs> just like Billy Idol. <laughs> I want his. I want his wardrobe. <laughs> okay. Her hair. All right. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Guy has great hair. All right. This has been Jamie, Jeff, Sean, and Chris for the Awakenings Book Club review. Signing off. Great discussion, guys. I can't wait to read that book. It'll probably take me a year, but I can't wait. Well, I think Guy has finally made it to the super top secret interview location. Thanks, Cheech. Yes, I have finally arrived at the super top secret interview location, also known as the hotel lobby down the street from the studio. And I'm now joined by the New York Times best-selling author of the Secrets of the Immortal Nicholas Flamel series, Mr. Michael Scott. Sky Friday, are you following me again? What about the restraining order? You were told you couldn't approach within 40 feet of me after the last incident. I, I, um, you, you see, that was a, a misunderstanding, sir. You see, um, my Bieber fever was acting up, and everyone I saw I thought was Justin Bieber. I mean, especially you. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. I, I'm, I'm so very sorry. Um, if you'd like, I can sit on the other side of the lobby. That seems to be about 40 feet. I'll answer your questions only if you promise to go away and never come back. Uh, of, of course, of course. Um, uh, so, how do you do today, sir? Well, I was doing fine until you turned up, and I'll be doing a lot better when you go away. So, come on, let's get on with it. Oh, um, okay. Uh, first of all, congratulations on the release of the latest installment of your hit series. Do you find it hard to keep the story fluid and flowing between being five books in? Well, thank you very much. I think the hard part of being five books and into the series, and I'm now writing book six, is that as I write the new books, not only do I have to create a new story, but I also have to be through to the previous five books and make sure that all the mythology and all the legends and all the stories actually tie together neatly. Oh, that's, that's fantastic to know and wonderful information. Um, what would you say is the hardest part about writing for the young adult demographic? I think the young adult genre is toughest in the world. They keep you on your game. Young adults are reading with such care and attention that if you make a mistake, they're going to find it, and they're going to hunt you down, and they're going to point out the mistake and ask you hard questions. I'm sure they won't find any mistakes in your books, Mr. Scott. Now, I understand you are currently on tour. What is the most difficult part about book touring, and as a follow-up, what is the best part? You know, the hardest part of being on tour is actually the travelling. I love doing the gigs. I love going to bookshops. I love going to schools. But it's actually getting there, which is tough. Last week when I was in uh, Houston, leaving Houston to go to Denver, we got on the plane, sat on the plane, and the pilot announced that he had to change a wheel because the wheel was soft. So what that meant was they jacked up the plane, fully loaded plane, full of people, changed the tyre, but to do that they had to open all the doors and turn off the ignition. It was 90 degrees in Houston with 90% humidity. That's not quite so much fun. I don't think I will be getting back on a plane after that happened. So, uh, for... Let's go with a lighter question after that. You said that one of the series characters' favorite ice cream is vanilla. Uh, what's your favorite flavor? Favorite ice cream? Cherry uh, Garcia or Chunky Monkey? Probably Cherry Garcia, actually. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Cherry Garcia, wonderful ice cream, wonderful. Uh, have you ever set a scene in a location just so you can travel there for research? Oh, of course. I do that all the time. I'm you know, beginning to research the 
Earth Lords series now, which is not quite a sequel, but there are a couple of hints in The Warlock about the Earth Lords, and I want to tell the Earth Lords story. And that's going to be set all over the world, and it's just an excuse for me to visit all of those places all over the world that I really wanted to go to. So the Australian outback, here I come, and Mongolia, here I come too. <laughs> Don't forget about Albuquerque. Now, um, what's your favourite television show? I don't get a chance to watch a huge amount of TV, but um, always loved Babylon 5, uh, loved Battlestar Galactica, the new version. Uh, loved The Shield, which is a great, great series. Um, used to be a huge Doctor Who fan, but I'll be, it's beginning to lose me only because it's not being respectful to the Doctor Who mythology. I mean, I, I grew up, when I grew up, the Doctor had very, very clear rules. There are no clear rules for, for, for the Doctor anymore, and I don't think that's fair. Given the choice between them, would you take the Grinch or the seasick crocodile? Seasick crocodile, of course. Wouldn't everyone? Or maybe the cat in the hat. Actually, probably the cat in the hat. Not even with a ten and a half foot pole. Oh, anyways, um, which do you think came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, that really depends on the type of chicken and the type of egg. Personally, I'm going for cosmic egg. Cosmic egg. Right. Uh, I think that's all we have time for. Is there anything you'd like to say to your fans? Okay, so a big thank you to all the fans who have really come out in droves and have supported not only The Warlock, but all the series for such a long time. I've got some great reports from you guys about The Warlock, and I really appreciate it. I really appreciate the no spoilers. Um, I've put a lot of work into this, so for you guys not to spoil it really is a, is a big thank you to me as well. And I promise you something absolutely spectacular for the Enchantress. Thank you so much for your time, just, uh, Mr. Scott. I wish you safe journey and look forward to getting the chance to sit down with you again one day. No, no, let's be clear. You are never sitting down with me ever again. Ever. Never say never. Back to you. Thanks, Guy. Awesome interview. I also love that book series. See if you can get me a signed copy while you're there. I think that's all the time we have for this broadcast. We thank you so much for tuning in with us, and we'll leave you with a word from our sponsor. Do you like The Secrets of the Immortal Nicholas Flamel series that we discuss on this news broadcast? Have you been searching for a way to get further insight and information into the books? Then look no further and tune in to next month's episode of Awakenings. Next time, The Warlock, Reactions, and Who Won the Predictions episode. Please remember to vote for Awakenings on Podcast Alley or provide reviews slash comments on iTunes or Blueberry.com. You can email the show at awakenings at flamels-immortal-portal.com or at the Portalcaster's first name at flamels-immortal-portal.com. Till the next leg eight opens... podcast may induce uncontrollable laughter resulting in stares, glares, and strange looks from members of the general public. Please take the appropriate steps to protect yourself from these embarrassing moments. Oh, that's me. Oh. Okay. First, you ready? What? <clears throat> <clears throat>
what kind of? Sorry. Okay. Am I doing scat? Oh, that was scatty? Gross. I'm sorry. I forgot to hit mute. <laughs> <laughs> that was gross. Name that sound. <laughs> Jeff Hawking of Luke. I'm sorry. <laughs> you realize that's going in the bloopers now. Sorry. Sound like a cat with a hairball, but anyway. <laughs> hairball. Hairball. Uh, I'm ready now. I'm I'm clear. <laughs> okay. I don't do Shakespeare and I don't do Irish accents, so this will be entertaining. <laughs> well, just have... speak loud and quickly for every word and pause in between and you should work out just fine <laughs> this is bad Shakespeare anyways so that went exceedingly well what say this is, fan- this is fantastic Shakespeare we could be in worse times the sun is set our hostess must what <laughs> <laughs> must Shakespeare our hostess must needs rest okay and you don't Okay, but just yeah. as a rule of thumb, guys, in general, here, yeah, don't stop at the end of the line. Follow the punctuation. And that's what I was trying. It's to broken do. down that way, like Shakespeare, right. right? Oh, you read your way. I'll read my way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> and on the morn, she sound. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> it's gonna be rough. Like a tongue twister. She sells seashells. <laughs> <laughs> With an assurance that the slight to her. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> a long night. Or perhaps granddaughter to me. <laughs> you sound like William Shatner. <laughs> I, I was trying so hard was not to laugh. <laughs> Your lack of knowledge. Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this verbiage is killing me. Alright. Your lack of knowledge... Of, your lack of knowledge of it is excused. Really? Okay. Alright. You know not what I have. <laughs> Thou dost not know what I have gotteth. Nice. Thou dost not know what I gotteth. <laughs> <clears throat> And we don't want to know. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't know why Carnino sounded French there. I, know. <laughs> I was no. about to say. <laughs> no. He's a chef. Chef's a French. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll go back to Nugget. Heat a large cauldron over a crude oil. Over. Where's that in there? I don't see it. Well, I have to say, that looks... <laughs> All right. I'm having issues tonight. And no comments. Just. just. <laughs> really? <laughs> we were so bad in that song. Oh my god. <laughs> I think it sounds I, pretty I good. I'd forgot how bad it was. Oh, I think even even better though is the is the few moments where it sounded like you were playing it on a tape recorder and the batteries were not dead. That it made that was good. That is so awesome. We've been knocking the lyrics out of the park. If any one of us could sing, these things yeah. would be awesome. If anybody could sing, we would be off. We'd be perfect. But <laughs> we're destroying our own songs with our voices. I think that's why they like them because they're. It could that be. Bad. Oh, man, but it would be so much better if we could sing. <laughs> All right. Guy, can you hear me? 
guy? <laughs> Hello? Anybody home? No. On mute. You're muted. Sorry. Okay, so no, apparently you can't hear me. You don't know what I can hear. So can hear are we supposed now? to be exemplifying the hear? What I don't I don't get your joke. No, no, she's saying she's saying, guy, can you hear me? Can you do that? <laughs> and you're like because she knows he's like on the speakerphone in the car. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you understand the words, the words that are coming, that are coming, out, coming out, out of my mouth? mouth? No one understands the words that are coming out of your mouth. You don't know what words are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> All right. You're right. I know. So I just said. So. Some somebody somebody help. Must be. <laughs> For the Awakenings Book Club re- re- review. 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 Um, what he said. Signing off. <laughs> Awakenings. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, let me get this loogie, Chris. Hold on. <laughs> so all the bloopers Gross. are going to be me messing up Shakespeare and Jeff Hawking loogies. Okay. Hawking loogies. Hawking loogies. At you. Hey, Copenhagen. All right. By sending email to... No. That's no, re- re- repetitive. An email. That's repetitive. <laughs> why they're rather repetitive. That's why they're repetitive. I'm hunting wabbits. <laughs> Very, very I'm quiet. <laughs> Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting wabbit. Wabbit season. Duck season. Wabbit. Okay. All right. Duck season. <laughs> Kill the wabbit. Kill the wabbit. Kill the wabbit. <laughs> and more bloopers. Oh, la 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 la.